pretty well. It's obviously been a pretty quick turnaround. We had uh, training today here in Delhi and, and played tomorrow night. So um been a quick turnaround from the one-day series. But nice to change formats. Obviously, um, you know, it's one we were ranked number one in the world. So we're looking forward to And we've had some success against India in the past. So um, really an opportunity to, um, you know, continue that good form in T20 cricket. Hey, what, what did Ross Taylor do to play his way back into the squad of T20? Well, he played, I thought he played pretty consistently well throughout the one-day series. I think, you know, when we lost Todd um, and he was ruled out, I think it was a really good option just to keep an experienced player like Ross over here. He's obviously, as I mentioned, played well during the one-day series, as did a number of our guys. So I guess when you add Bruce and Phillips as well to the mix, it's a cram middle order, but it's good to have different options. Colin Munro opened in the one-dayers. How do you think you'll use him in the T20s? Well, in the T20s, the last few while he's been batting at three, but he's also, you know, he's an option uh, to open as well. Um, Kane's done the same. He's open for a wee while, but obviously he's spent a lot of his time at number three in all formats. So we'll discuss that tomorrow and decide whether we continue with, um, you know, that batting lineup in terms of one, two, three. I don't think it makes a lot of difference. Kane's ranked in the top five or six T20 players around the world. Um, has done a really good job for us um, at the top of the order. So, or to see that sometimes it's that benefit, I guess, of having that left and right-hand combination at the top. That can be an advantage, what you would have with Munro and Guptill, but um, we'll see how that plays out after discussions tomorrow. Craig McMillan with us uh, live from India on the best phone line to come out of India ever <laughs> uh, here at your Radio Sport Breakfast. So talk to us about the T20 uh, series. Is it one where when you've got such a big league that goes on in India and is so major, does that seem to get more buzz from the public? Uh, yeah, it probably does. I think uh, tomorrow night we've already been told to sell out. Yeah. Um, so there'll be 45,000 crammed in uh, in Delhi. So I guess that's perhaps just the way T20 cricket natives around the world, isn't there? There's a real buzz. It's an entertainment thing. People want to get a, along and watch a T20 international T20 franchise match. Um, but I guess the good thing for us as a team is that quite often – um, you'll finish a one-day series and there might be just a one-off T20 match where you can't really get your teeth into it. Mm. Um, nice to have a series where we've got three matches. So um, while it's been a quick turnaround between the one-day series and playing tomorrow night, at least we've got three matches that we can um, work through, which, which is good for the guys. Yeah, I mean, well, the, I think that's that's a brilliant thing for us as we go. I mean, what about India? I think, what, Nera's on his way out or something like that? What do you, what do you make of the squad they've got for you? Yeah, they've made a couple of changes. But basically the same uh, squad as what they had for the ODI series. Ashish Nero, who's been around for a long time. Um, in fact, I think I remember playing him back in 2002. So that shows how long he's been around. He's playing his final match tomorrow night. Um, he's uh, not available for the rest of the series, so it's a one-off for him. It's, it's almost like a testimonial for him. So he'll be fizzed and ready to go. So we'll just have to be aware of that. But, um, you know, look, they're a strong side. We know that. Obviously, with the IPL, they have a lot of experience in T20 cricket. The youngsters that come up through and into the Indian side have always played a lot of T20 cricket. So they're going to be challenging. But, you know, like I've said, we're, we're ranked we're number one in the world. We've had a lot of success against India in T20 cricket. I don't think um, they've managed to get past us in, in any of the matches we've played. So we want to keep that alive and um, put in a good performance tomorrow night. How are you going with uh, the breakfast? Yeah, everything's good. The food's good. Uh, toast is good. Got the Vegemite with me, which um, is yeah. the first thing packed in the suitcase. So as long as I've got my Vegemite, I'm good as God. 
Ken? You're not much of a spice man, are you? No, I'm not a spice man at all. Um, oh, what a great place to be then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I have branched out a little bit in terms of uh, my taste, but um, no, no, a hot curry is not one that, um, if it's on the menu, I will venture near. So I uh, keep things pretty simple. All right, all right, Craig McMillan, what's the most exotic thing you've eaten in India? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, no, uh, most exotic thing? Um, butter chicken? <laughs> Would you call that exotic? Well, that's, yeah, the, the boat's right out. I can't see it. You pushed it that far. <laughs> <laughs> that is for me, obviously not for you. <laughs> yeah, but you're there. You're there, mate. You're there. You, can, you can tell people you had a butter chicken in India. Where else would you want to have one, eh? Exactly. Honestly. Hey, oh, uh, absolutely. absolutely. Hey, thanks, Craig. Appreciate thanks, you joining the program, and uh, good luck with the series. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers.